everybody yes thank you for listening watching liking subscribing hit that alert bell because you know i talk about the stuff and they don't like it so it keeps <laughs> yourself alerted and uh, up next uh, my tour we have oklahoma city july 14th through the 17th and then we have el paso texas July 23rd through the 25th. I'm looking cockeyed over there because that's my <laughs> calendar. Uh, t all tickets on CraigConnett.com. I love you all. Thank you for tuning in, supporting my <laughs> You guys are fucking awesome. Let's build an army. Share my <laughs> And if you don't want to, you don't have to. <laughs> Peace. I mean, tune in. <laughs> I'm a man. Man, can't say that word anymore. <laughs> what the f Damn it, it's hot. I just washed my booty. I just washed my booty, boo. You licking your ass? You washing your booty too? Come on, <laughs> come on, look at this. Come get it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, I should have got the warranty. <laughs> I fucked Boo. Come on. You're so cute. Come here. Oh, yes. That's how we start a podcast with a little cute cat. She's been a real bitch lately. She stayed out on these streets for three days in a row, and we get worried sick. And then she finally came in and she ate so much goddamn cat food. She's starving, and she pukes all over the house. But look at this. She's so cute. <laughs> She's so cute. I love cats. I'm a cat lady now. Mr. Cat brought a butterfly in and broke my heart. Oh, no. I was like, oh, that was <laughs> Nana, man. You killed her again, dude. You killed her again, man. Spirit world. What's up? Lucy Goosey bitches. I just said Lucy Goosey bitches to the spirit world, a.k.a. my Nana reincarnated as a butterfly <laughs> that was murdered viciously again by Mr. Cat. This is an odd start. This isn't how I planned. <laughs> I was like, I have so much to talk about. And then the kitty cat, you know? <laughs> this cat. Oh, just, just love. Oh, ow. Ow. You see her bite me? Is that in the shot? Yeah. Good. Good. Well, everybody, Craig Conant is emaciated. I go through... I... I go through, I flow, my, my waistline flows. I know I don't want to seem insensitive because my, uh, you know, family has struggled with weight and shit and I get it. But, uh, and I know I'm a skinny fuck, but I don't think I'm very healthy. Like it's not supposed to go yeah. expand and shrink <laughs> and expand and shrink. I'm not bragging guys. People are like, are you on drugs again? I'm like, no, I'm just on the road and I'm never home. I, I'm home like two days a week. I had to reschedule Little Rock, Arkansas because I was going to break everybody. I, I needed to spend more than uh, five days at home in a month. I'm living out of a suitcase. I'm finally, I've adapted and you surrender, you know, it's just, you just, in the beginning, I was just like, <laughs> and you just, uh, not to, like to be dark, but you just get a little dead inside. You're like, ah. Whatever happens, happens. If I miss my flight, I miss my flight. <laughs> it's what am I going to do? Um, I actually have a story about UPS and how they are uh, the devil reincarnate and I hate them. But I, 
you know, I raged and I fumed about them for about 20 minutes and then I let it go. Deservedly so, you're about to hear the story. So I just went on a Pacific Northwest run uh, to Portland, Spokane. Spokane. <laughs> I was calling it Spokane because it's spelled like yeah. Spokane. But the internet, boy, did you let me know that was wrong. It's it's Spokane. Oh, really? Because it's not spe- spelled that way. <laughs> I've never been there. I don't know. But also Spokane. Spokane <laughs> was amazing. Oh, my God. That show was fire. I sold out of all my merch on the second show. It was Portland and Spokane. I br- you see the body bag I bring. Yeah. It's like 80 pounds of merch. <laughs> and I sold out. And I was like, oh, no. So I was... I hit up my my girl to uh, overnight me merch through UPS, nice. which is yeah, a beautiful problem to have. And I was like, fuck it, it's worth the risk. I mean, uh, the because they get you. It was three hundred dollars oh, yeah. to overnight fifty pounds of merch, three hundred dollars. Cut to so that was, I told her Thursday night she did it. Friday morning, so I was supposed to get there. Oh Jesus! This is—it's all a blur. I told her she did it Thursday morning. It's supposed to get there Friday morning. Mm-hmm. So I have two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, one show Sunday. Five shows to get rid of it, and then uh, it's not delivered. And I paid three hundred dollars <laughs> overnight. It they said guaranteed by I believe it was like ten a.m. was early. Yeah, and then it doesn't come, and I was like, oh, I'll give it to like noon or one. You know, shit happens, and then nothing. Then I called the UPS number no help whatsoever so i go to the ups store no help i mean okay they give me a different phone number so some help but they're like oh yeah we don't do that i'm like you're the you you're ups (laughs) i use ups (laughs) they give me a new number i call that number and this lady thank god i didn't yell at her but i was just like she's like oh yeah it hasn't left los angeles yet and i'm just like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what? what? <laughs> like I just paid three hundred fucking dollars to overnight it. That was like, okay, you get me. I I'm in a tight pinch. You want to rob me three hundred dollars? I get it, but do the job. And then she goes, it's sitting at the hub in Los Angeles though. So it went from the store to the distribution center. And then she's like, uh, I uh, she said something like, it would have to be t- shipped back to the store to get relabeled to then get overnighted again and i think she may have said there might be some new fees and i was just like what (laughs) and then she also said like because of they don't know where it's at at the hub and they they don't know if they could get it relabeled and reshipped out so she's like we can guarantee it to you there by monday I don't really know. And I was like, I'll be in fucking Los Angeles (laughs) on Monday. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And then, uh, hang on, I'm trying to forget all the layers of the story because it was just so many just stabs to the gut. (laughs) And then, of course, I'm raging and angry and all that shit. But then my homie John Gard, who I haven't seen in ages, is pulling up. And we're going to lunch and do Seattle, uh, you know, sightseeing. And then I'm just trying to keep my cool. I'm like, oh, it's not this lady's fault. She did nothing. It's, it's, I don't know whose fault it is. I'm going to find out. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, whatever. I took the loss. She just caused me like 15, or UPS caused me like $1,500 in merch sales or more. I don't really know. I didn't calculate it. 
as soon as I get the package out, I could, you know, back, I could figure out exactly what it was. And then uh, come come to find out that Sadie did it. So she has the receipt. It's on her card and she's figuring it out. And then she's at the store and the guy's giving her the script of like, well, we don't know if we could reimburse you your fee, original fee. And we're just like, what? So you just, you just robbed us. <laughs> you just robbed us of three. And I still don't have the package back. Yeah. So not only did you rob us of $300, <laughs> You robbed us of my merch, which is, uh, you know, obviously didn't cost me fifteen, eighteen hundred dollars, but it is that in sales. Yeah, it still cost me a pretty penny because I print on the expensive shit, and I'm just like, so you just robbed me of, um, you know, like I have to calculate everything, but like eight hundred dollars, it's probably five hundred dollars of merch that I paid, and then I tripled the price, so it's probably fifteen hundred dollars. So you cost me $800 of my own money and then sale money of profit. And you might not reimburse me. It's just like, all you needed to say like, oh, I'm so sorry, we'll get you your package, we'll reimburse you your $300 overnight fee that never happened. We did not do our job. Yeah. And they don't say that. They said, well, you're gonna have to go through the proper channels and I'm just like this, like you wonder why people snap. You wonder why people lose their shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is insane. This is so insane to where like, if I don't get my product and my merch back, I'm just gonna hit up my famous friends, be like, hey Bill, can you just tweet hateful messages at UPS? <laughs> you know, can you help me out here? We gotta get them. They can't do this to us. <laughs> it's fucked up. All you have to say is we'll reimburse you. Because you didn't give, if you buy a tape measure and you get a turd, you're going to get your money. That's what they gave me. Why am I holding a tape measure? I have no, I'm a man. Oh my God, UPS, you're monsters. And then I was like, I'm, I told the audience because they want, you know, they a lot of my fans came out and they're there to buy merch and support me and I love you and thank you and I didn't have anything. And it was 100% be, uh, because UPS failed me. And I understand shit happens. That's fine. You failed me, but don't give me a second heart attack of we might not reimburse you and I still don't have my fucking package back. Oh, and then I, I don't know if I remember this. They said, oh, it's at the hub in downtown LA. Your girl can go down there and pick it up. And she's like, no, I'm not going to drive an hour in, a, in traffic to m m pick up your fuck up. Yeah. You fucked up. Send that back to my home, goddammit. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're gonna have to charge, what? <laughs> oh, what is? What does the word guarantee we, even mean if? We live in the upside down, man. Yeah. They played with that particle accelerator, you know, I've talked about it before. <laughs> Nothing goes right. <laughs> Nothing goes right. I buy a fucking coffee with simple syrup and half and half. I tip, I give, I tip them a dollar every time. They don't even stir the goddamn thing. <laughs> I gotta sit here like this and then it overflows on my little fucking knuckle here. And then I'm like, why am I tipping you? And then I don't want to tip, but I go there so often. I don't want to be the asshole that doesn't tip. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I just paid too much money for a coffee because it's convenient and delicious. But can you stick your fucking finger in it and stir it? I don't give a shit, dog. Put your little dick in there and give it a stir. Boner alert. Pinkies up, bitches.
what is going on in this world? <laughs> I'm just trying, and I'm doing pretty good. I, I, I for sure went nuts, but mm -hmm. like 15, 20 minutes. Then my homie pulled up. I told him what happened. He's like, oh, my God, that's terrible. I was like, let's go watch the people throw fishes because they throw fishes in Seattle. It's pretty cool. <laughs> and then I was out of it, and I had a good goddamn day. And uh, but obviously you think of it and you go like this. <laughs> Are you joking me? God, we just live in the era of robbers. Everyone's just robbing you. Everything's a fucking scam. Yes, I know I sound like my father. <laughs> Every old man, because it, it's true. Yeah. It's true. If yes, once again. Just say, we got you. We'll get you your money back. And I probably wouldn't bring this up because I was like, I don't even want to. I don't even want to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm getting my money back. It's done. They don't even do that. They go, well, if you play your cards right, we'll bend you over and fuck you. <laughs> Monsters. On a bright note, hot damn, that tour, that run was amazing. Even Tacoma, I say that because I had the 5.30 matinee yeah. show and you don't, it was just like, oh God, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't even know. My homie Bruce Gray was opening for me. He's like, you know, it's at 5.30. I'm like, it is. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember. I would have showed up after the show. Doug Benson had the 7.30. He's more famous. I ain't complaining. That's just how it goes. I also was like, why are you doing a one-nighter? Money. He's just probably like, oh, I'll just sell out real quick, grab a fat paycheck. And uh, I was like, I'll take the matinee and I won't sell out. <laughs> Still awesome. Still awesome. Good show. Uh, Spokane, Tacoma, they, they, they are great. There's this one chain. I was treated very well by all the clubs, but uh, some people go above and beyond. And this club, they just got like candy, chips. So like, what do you want? And it's just like crazy. They had, I sh why didn't I film it? They had little uh, drawers of all these different candy. You best believe I got diarrhea that night. <laughs> I was like, ooh, Reese's, Skittles, beef jerky. They had like bottle caps. They had those old school candy, Abba Zabba, <laughs> Caramello. What are you doing, Spokane? You're just getting all the OG candy I was so addicted to. Sweet tart, those giant oh. toothpaste ones. We used to call them toothpaste candy as a kid. Have no idea why, as I just said that. Does it make any sense? Does it look like? No. Doesn't taste like it. Doesn't look like <laughs> it. We call it toothpaste candy. Those foldable giant sweet tarts. Oh, the blue one. Oh, give me Wait. that. Wait. Airheads? No, they're, they're sweet tarts, and they're these giant ones, and they're like soft and chewy. Oh. We'll pull up a picture right here. Okay. And uh, yes, they're delicious. And that was my favorite candy. And it's it's a weird, it's a weird random one. Nerd ropes, boy, I got a list today. UPS fuckers was one of them. <laughs> oh my god, let's go back to positivity, positivity, dude. The power of prayer is crazy. Everything I have been praying for, I got. Did I go into full detail how I prayed for open for Bill yeah. Burr? I did. Okay. Yeah. Well, you prayed for some something. Yeah. And that was what hit you. Um, but 
also to I prayed I don't know why I didn't remember that when talking about it, but I I prayed for exactly that. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, why I, w- I don't I was like, I don't think you talked about that in discussion and uh in discussion and podcast. Yeah, I just prayed for that shit. I bring that up again because Mr. Cat was gone for too long. And Boo disappears, and that's standard normal behavior. Mr. Cat never does. He's always waiting yeah. by the window. He likes his food. You know, he's a little <laughs> chunker. He's, he's like, Meow. and he didn't come home. We're like, I get worried, obviously, of you know the the worst case scenario. But most likely, someone shut the door on him. And I went out there with my signs, and I have them made from last time. The exact same thing happened. So I put them up on the stop signs and mailboxes. And uh, and I just sat on my front porch in the power of prayer. I just fucking prayed. And I was just like, come on, man. Just come on, Mr. Cat. And I just kept praying and kept praying. And then like 20 minutes later, this guy just shows up. This weird looking guy, too. He's a little shifty. <laughs> and then he comes out with my cat. I was like, my cat, you know. And then he's like, yeah, I had him in my home. And I'm just like, what? He's got a fucking collar and a bow tie, bro. Like, what? <laughs> what? What are you doing? He's like, yeah, I fed him. I'm like, yeah, don't do that. That's why he doesn't come home. And you shut the goddamn door on. So obviously I'm grateful and thankful for my cat. But I also am I'm like, hey, man, you kidnapped my cat. <laughs> he comes home. And um, and then he was followed by like a pack of vets, veterinarians. And I was like, what is, why are all these people with you? Because they weren't <laughs> with him. He was a different, he was a different he, he, you could tell he wasn't friends with them. That's all I'm going to say. This was, this was an interesting looking man. How much hair can you have growing out of one ear, sir? You know, <laughs> reminding my family actually. Um, and he had to carry Mr. Cat like you know, three a little half block, and uh, Mr. Cat was like, because <laughs> he didn't like to be carried, and then. Uh, so props to him for holding on to him, but also you could have just put him down. He would have ran right home. Yeah, he comes home. <laughs> He's not coming home because the door's shut. Durr. Anyhow, the pack of vets, the power of prayer. I prayed, I prayed, I prayed. Oh sure, the haters might say, "Oh, it's a coincidence." It's just a lot of strange coincidences. And uh, and then the pack of vets. I just thought that was weird. They were with them, and then maybe like. 20, 30 minutes later, I get a knock on the door, and it's the leader of the pack of vets. No, she runs an animal cat rescue just down the street. Uh, And she comes with a little syringe and medicine, and she's like, I got, you know, medicine for his his, uh, cocaine condition. Uh, (laughs) He's a cokehead, and he does coke all night. And uh, no, he's got blood boogers and shoots out snot rockets, as you know. And then I was like, oh, yeah, like he, he's had that for five years. You know, I know there's medicine I could give to him to help it out when it gets bad. But I'm like, that's expensive. I'll just let him just hack up <laughs> blood boogers all over my floor. And, uh, and then she gave him some medicine and it appeared to help. So maybe I'm just a big fucking asshole. <laughs> all I know is we've tried and it did nothing. So I was like, all right, well, I'm. And the previous owner tried, and she said, it just helps. It never really goes away. He's just got a condition. 
And I was like, well, if he's had these snot rockets for five fucking years, I'm not going to be throwing thousands of dollars into it. I'll just take the snot rockets. <laughs> Anyways, I guess there is a cure. <laughs> we'll find out, you know, because I have two weeks of medicine. And uh, like I said, I'm willing to admit if this shit works, <laughs> I'm a big fucking asshole. <laughs> But I tried some stuff, and the previous owner tried a bunch of stuff. So that's why I was just like, he's got a coke problem. No. And some cats just have that shit. Um, I was pooping with my Glock 19 today. <laughs> For a good reason. Okay, Bruce Gray has gotten me into country music. Have you guys... There, I, I always knew there was good country. I just didn't know. I'm not into that twiddly D fiddle barbecue stain on a white teeth. Fuck that shit. <laughs> that shit is manufactured studio. That's a hit. You know, the yeah. formula. I yeah. hate all formula music. And but this fool gave me some shit. Um Sturgill Simpson. Mm hmm Goddamn. This album, uh, I can't play it, but this album is different. And also like funky sound and fury by sturgill simpson and there's a song called mercury and retrograde of course that's the one i love the most <laughs> but it's uh it's not about that it's about a big uh, fuck you to the music industry because they they're saying how like you need to do the formula mm -hmm. he's making fun of the music industry in <laughs> shit <laughs> on how like go in the box it sells the tickets we get the money and then he just puts this record out Oh, it's so good. And then I also discovered Tyler Childers. Tyler Childers? The guy has a song called White House Road, and it's about the road and doing cocaine. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> this guy's... That song... And then there's another song by uh, Paul Cathan called Saddle my, on My Gospel. Those two songs just make you want to get in a gunfight, you know? And you're just like, I'm a fucking cowboy. So I, I had to start pooping with my Glock, you know? And I, and then and then I'm dancing. There's this part on the song where it goes, yo, yo, yo. And I'm just dancing. I was like, I have upstairs neighbors. I'm just joking. <laughs> it's not loaded. <laughs> What's the point if it's not loaded? Well, you're going to shoot a blank at the guy? I know I said that in the beginning, but <laughs> thanks, James, Chris. Sounded like a good idea. Thanks, James. Couple now of... we got hollow points. <laughs> <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> Just joking, everybody. I'm a hippie at heart. No one wants to murder anyone. But you listen to that music and have a pistol and see what happens to you. <laughs> you see if you don't dance naked with a fucking gun in your hand <laughs> slapping your dick around you just feel good i felt alive i'm howling going how 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 if you heard that song youtube come on man let us play music this is so fucked up you know how fucking crunk i'd get i'd be like chris get the gun he'd be like no i quit <laughs> it's not loaded why is it so heavy why is it so heavy it's loaded it's always loaded. Country music, man. I knew it. I knew it because I had my little hits. I ha I don't. Uh, 
The thing with everything, it's overwhelming. It's like going to a restaurant, Cheesecake Factory. There's too many options. I don't know what to get. <laughs> but when you have a homie like, check out this album, this album, this album of these guys and Chris Stapleton. And I, I'm full circle. I re- rode on that fool's fucking tour bus to the billionaire gigs. The first one was his. The second one was Post Malone's. I was like, I was whacking it on that guy's bed? <laughs> wow, that's cool, man. <laughs> I'm glad I left my mark. I'm just kidding. I didn't whack off in the bus. Yeah, those guys. Good stuff. And, you know, if you like that twiddly D shit, whatever. To each their own. I am not down. I want the howl at the moonlight. Grab my Glock. Dance with my dong out. (laughs) Feels good. Sounds crazy, but. It lights your spirit on fire. And call me crazy, but we need a little bit more of that right now. <laughs> fuck, fuck the law, you know? Speaking of fuck the law, um, my girl picked me up from the airport and I was like, oh no, there's a trunk full of fireworks in there still because i was i was a busy guy i didn't get to take them out and i was like oh god she's gonna be put on some terrorist list because i made her pick me up with all those roman candles but uh thank god she remembered and she took them out she's like she's like oh my god i had to take out so much shit out of your trunk because she was driving around doing her uh goddess hang she her podcast did a uh they went to the uh rose bowl and did like a uh, a booth you know oh, cool. to promote their shit and it yeah. was a huge hit and then she learned that it was back there during that she went to load <laughs> up her table and her stuff she's like oh my god and there was no time to unload because it was like 4 30 a.m so she's just riding dirty she's like you left your fireworks in there i was like well you want to borrow my car you gotta ride dirty <laughs> take the glock out underneath the seat i'm just joking just joking we're not there yet California's got too many laws. That's why I got knives. I think every woman on this planet should carry a sub snub nose revolver with no hammer in their purse or pocket. <laughs> I really do. I'm just saying, men would act right if they knew every woman had a snub nose revolver. They shouldn't need to carry that, but it's a dark world we live in, and you know, little. <laughs> little pocket pistol and then you know a lot of women's fear like what if he takes the gun I'm like hey pull the trigger <laughs> pop 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 a man with four holes in him is a little less likely to take the gun from you and I know yes 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 no one wants to do that but you know if he's chasing you down a dark alley let's just say he has it coming he has it coming. He better start praying to the Holy Spirit. <laughs> okay, too dark, too dark. <laughs> it's country music, man. I listen to country music and gangster rap. It's a bad combo <laughs> for wanting to hold your gun all the time. Right now, after all those hits, uh, is, is a Ghetto Bird by Ice Cube, and then it's Getting Funky by the DOC. It's just so funny that 
you know, there's no rules of this shit. Like I've said before, I like Britney Spears to Tupac, baby. It don't matter. A banger is a banger. Anyways, if I don't get my refund, UPS just may have some bricks through the window. <laughs> that seems about $300 worth. Karma's debt is cleared, UPS. <laughs> We're even now. <laughs> God, I sound so nuts. <laughs> Do I, though? Is it just, that's just, they, people just back you into a corner. You're just like, just give me my money back and my hoodies back. You failed. You failed. Oh, boy. I don't want to talk about that. Just speaking of the Glock and censorship and shadow band, um, please click the little bell. I usually am annoyed with everyone who asks that, but it helps. Sometimes you you talk like how I talk and you go to the bottom of the algorithms. <laughs> it happened to my buddy Rocky Del Davis and it happened to me and it's it's happened to so many of my friends and people are like, oh, you're crazy. And it's just like, are we? It's happened to at least six friends of mine. You talk about crazy shit, you get du duped down. And then your fans to your fan base and followers don't even see your posts. It's almost like you need to pay to advertise to your people that you've already gained. It's yeah. crazy just because you talk about wild ass shit. It's just like, God. Then you, I don't know. Anyways, uh, like, subscribe, share, bookmark. Sorry to ask that of you, but uh, they be censoring fools. You talk about pooping with your Glock. <laughs> um, John Guard, my old school homie. I met him when I first started. He's he's a funny motherfucker. He left the country and just started a family, and now he's back with his wife. He went to uh, Brazil, and uh, he's got a boy now, and beautiful family. And I hung out with him, and 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 it was just so refreshing. I love those friends that you could just. I haven't seen him in seven years, and it was just, you know, no, 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 no weirdness. Just I love you. We're just being weird as fuck, just talking <laughs> shit. And thank God, because he picked me up from the UPS store, and and he really pulled me out of it because I, I obviously was upset. They just fucked me, and then and then he pulled up, and I was just like, dude. And then we just smoke a little and go to Seattle. We went to Pike's Place, saw the first Starbucks, threw rocks at it, you know. <laughs> uh, went to this Russian, like, hot pocket place. Rushki Stushkis. Fuck, what was it called? I think it was, <laughs> dude. I'm not even exaggerating. It was called something like that. It was so good. This Russian lady's out there. It's her shop. She's just, It's. it was just so cool. Peroshkis. It was called Poroshkis Poroshkis. And oh my. So good. Hot damn. And then we went to go get their world famous clam chowder, but it had like an hour and a half wait. We're like, fuck that. So we just got donuts. This world famous little fried mini donuts. Oh my God. Oh, it's so good. Just diarrhea city all the way. <laughs> Traveling just fucks you up for so many. The airplane, what is it? What is that, quick dry cement in there? <laughs> what did you pour in my system? And then you, obviously you do the road and you're like, well, 
every, you type in Seattle's must try and it's just like diarrhea city, diarrhea city, <laughs> diarrhea city. It's like fried hot, Russian hot pocket, clam chowder, fried mini donuts. <laughs> I was like, I got two shows tonight, bro. Like, I don't know. Of course I tried it all and I'm just pissing out my asshole. It's like, oh, good shows though. <laughs> it's everything wrong is what you want to try on the road and you're like trying to be healthy. And we went to this Irish pub and I was like, well, I should get the salmon salad. But what I got was the chicken pot pie, <laughs> which is so rich and it was so good. I just, oh, and then in Portland, they had this Vietnamese restaurant. It was the best Vietnamese restaurant I've ever ate in my life. Oh my God, they had these little pork patties, these little spring rolls and, oh fucking Christ, pause. What was it called? I'll remember. I have to tell you because it was that good. Portland. Let me just Google it. It'll pop up. Vietnamese restaurant. Luk Lak. Luk Lak. I think that was it. 3,000 3, reviews. Yeah. Luk Lak. Luk Lak. If you're in Portland, Oregon. Did I say Oregon right? <laughs> if you're in Portland, Oregon. Uh, L-U-C-L-A-C. Luk Lak. Oh, my God. That food was, uh, that's some Anthony Bourdain shit. I was just like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> did you just, it felt like I came or something. There's this orgasmic. I was like, what is all this robust flavor? <laughs> Cilantro and just, oh my heavens. That was unreal. Portland, Oregon. Homie Mo Mandel stopped by. That was dope. Always good to see homies. Everyone uh, moved around, and it's dope, though, because then you get to see your friends in other cities. Okay. All right. Sorry, the road's all a blur. I got to... And then ran into the homie CJ Landry in uh, Spokane. Spokane is how you pronounce it, even though it's spelled Spokane. <laughs> Spokane. And... Uh, this fool this is so funny so he's like hey i'm on your shows in tacoma i was like oh fuck yeah dog because uh i love him he's a good dude and then that was like a month ago and i forgot and then my uh my my manager uh my agent Stu, calls me up he's like hey is uh they have a local opener on the show like i know you have bruce like I was like, oh, yeah, I don't mind. I just don't want to pay him. And he's like, all right, I'll tell the club that, you know, because sometimes it's a local opener and it's bad. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's good. Sometimes it's bad. And you're like, all right, I'm not paying a guy I don't know. And they're not funny. Like, I, I'll just have Bruce do more time. And then uh, all of a sudden I say, like, Stu goes back to the club. And then I get a text from CJ like, they just took me off your show. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I was like, for, I forgot it was you, my friend. And then I was like, I called them. I was like, oh, my bad, dude. Like, just show up. You're on the show. I'll pay you. I, I didn't know, you know. <laughs> and it's just so funny. <laughs> He's like, I'll still be there. I'm going to hang out. You know, I got nothing else. I was like, no, 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 man. We're, you're on the show. We're going to get you paid. <laughs> I, it was miscommunication. I just blum forgot. It was just so funny. My bad. Oh, I got to give my cat medicine. I forgot. 
Jesus Christ, I burned through all my notes already. Oh, not one this one. The Florida run, I totally forgot. Did I talk about how I made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with my hair in it? No. Jesus Christ. It was late <laughs> night after a bunch of shows. I'm high off my rocker, giggling, starving with Mike Lenoci, and I make us peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And then he's eating his, and he just goes like this. And he just pulls this long old hair out of his mouth <laughs> with like bread and peanut butter, like dangling, like a fucking hypnotist timepiece. And I just, I'm mid by stone and I go, I obviously laugh uncontrollably, inhale a chunk of sandwich in my throat to where I was scared I was going to Heimlich. And I'm choking and dying and laughing, just like, <laughs> I like can't even breathe from laughter and the peanut butter in my throat and he's laughing too because he's high thank god not that nothing would have happened but as you know I would I would have been like what the fuck <laughs> god damn it and then maybe like 30 seconds later a minute later I'm eating my sandwich and then I pull one out of my sandwich and it's like oh my god this fool's just chunking chunks of hair and peanut butter <laughs> And I consciously thought, like, I should put my hair up before I make this. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> just, <laughs> I was just like, oh, that's 100% my hair. Oh, man, poor bastard. What do I have next? Oklahoma City and El Paso. Then two weeks off, because I, I got that. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I had to reschedule. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> These road dog warriors that have been doing it 20 years, my heavens. I understand your numbness to the world now. <laughs> Nothing phases you. You just, yeah. Because cut to the, the beginning of the end, because uh, Kelly Ryan, a uh, Bruce Gray's uh, girl, She's a comic, very funny comic. So at uh, Tacoma, Washington, Tacoma Comedy Club, she went first, he went second. And she was just like, she knows I'm, you know, this is my first real, real headlining tour. I did it last year, but it was like, you know, six cities. This time it's like, he keeps giving me more. It's like getting to 44 or something. It's fucking bananas, dude. Anyhow, in the beginning, obviously, you, I had meltdowns, nervous wreck, this, this, that. Oh, I care so much. Cut to the Tacoma show. I'm just like, a, just fucking resting my eyes. She's like, do you get nervous? I'm like, no, not anymore. I don't I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if I bomb. I don't care if I kill. I'm dead inside now. I'm going to give them what I got. And, and it's up to them how they feel about that. And it's just at the beginning, I was just like, oh, I hope they love me. I hope like this. I hope I have merch. I hope it. And this cut to like, duh, duh, duh. <laughs> I obviously still care, but it's just different now. You're just like, I broke in the beginning. I kicked my luggage. I cried. I wept. I this. this now I'm just like, I passed me those cheese puffs. <laughs> it's just, Yeah. You live, you learn, and you adapt, and you grow, and you, uh, you know, you sink or swim. You just, either I wallow in the nerves, or I just learn how to deal with it, and and uh, vibrate higher, and on to bigger and better things. Look at this fucking cat. She's purring. 
I love my kitties. Um, and shout out to Chatty Broads and Chatty Bros. I've uh, Every show I'm at, there's like two to ten of them motherfuckers. And I love you all. And I'm truly appreciative of your support. And they come out. And it's awesome just because the Seattle shows were fire, man. Those shows were lit. Uh, come to find out, I think mine was like the first time they've been not spaced out not you know uh because of the low case count and etc oh great we're probably gonna get flagged just because i said that (laughs) one word we'll bleep it uh because and yeah so it was just like sold out shows i had a couple bonuses you know i was just like oh wow uh covid compliance sellout though because there was still there was there was like four empty tables. It's probably illegal. They just kept adding them in, you know. <laughs> um, but I hit some bonuses, and I was that was the first time I've ever done that, so that felt good. And they had me sign like my poster, and they're gonna put it on the wall. And I was like, oh wow, this feels cool. What's the club? Uh, Laughs in Seattle. It's the only club. Sadly, I believe COVID killed the rest. Mm-hmm. I had never done them. I don't know if they're bouncing back, but there was this place called The Parlor and this place called The Underground, and uh, no more. Now there's only laughs. Um, But yeah, the shows were fire. And then on uh, Thursday night, they do a Best of Seattle. So they had six openers, and I thought that was going to be awful, but they all fucking killed, dude. It was crazy. Yeah, Seattle has a great scene, you know, not to knock it, but you know, like six, six, they're just doing like five, seven minutes. It's like Seattle's best of, it's like showcase. And they have me headline at the end and I was just like worried. I was like, that's too many, but it was short sets and everyone ripped and it was awesome. That Thursday night with that, which I had just assumed with that amount of openers was going to be bad. That was the hottest show for sure. It was fire. I was like, oh my God, it was so cool. And Seattle's got a vibrant little scene. Like I said, every comic, I I didn't watch all six, but uh, they had they had a shuffling deck of different local talents on every single show, and I did not see one stinker. And I know that seems negative, but there's always a stinker. <laughs> there's always a stinker. <laughs> Everyone was good, man. Everyone. They had this one Serbian fool, Nikita. That fool was weirdo, bro. He was my people. <laughs> he had a thick old accent. And it was funny as fuck. I bought him a cheeseburger after the show. I was like, get over here, you dirty Serb. <laughs> <laughs> Just jokes. Guys, I love him. Funny. And uh, he had a unique, different thing going on. That's what I was telling him. that uh, I appreciate about his act. Because I was like, i never seen nothing like that, sir. A funny motherfucker. I wrote his name down. Hang on. Watch. I saved his phone number. Nikita the Serb. <laughs> yeah. Nikita Ulster. Serb. That's how I saved it. <laughs> that guy's funny as fuck. Um, oh, we went to this place called Dick's. Dick's Burgers, I guess McDonald's stole everything from them and became McDonald's. And my homie Bruce Gray was telling me about the founder. So you got to watch it. And I was like, nah, 
Does it have guns in it? <laughs> no, it's about McDonald's. Then no. Then no, you pussy. <laughs> I'm totally joking. I will watch it. Cut to me watching Les Miserables later. <laughs> Still Magnolias. I love all movies. Obviously, just kind of lean towards action. I like to turn my brain off. Just John Wick. Um, back to dicks, though. I guess the, they were the first to create the fast food style. You order your burger. Here you go. They just had the system down, and the McDonald's guy went and befriended these guys. This is him just explaining it to me. I didn't watch the movie or the documentary, and I believe there's both. And then they just robbed them of their style, taste, burger. And then you have it, and you're like, oh, Dick's Burgers is what McDonald's used to be before they got corporate plastic, god-awful chicken nerves, you know. They did a study on chicken tenders. They're not really chicken. It's like 60% nerves, skin, and endings. Uh, yeah. And instead of changing it when they were called out on their bullshit, they just put them on sale. And it just worked. <laughs> and it worked. That's how dumb we are in America. It's like 60% not chick chicken. It's a chicken hot dog. Yeah. You're getting skin, nerves, organs, beaks, talents they just ground it all up <laughs> put a little paprika on it and you don't even know i will admit they taste fucking good but it ain't chicken <laughs> it's 40 percent chicken my apologies don't want to get sued by mcdonald's uh which is probably a thing fuck where was i going with this oh yeah just dicks is like gourmet delicious uh not corporatized mass-produced mcdonald's imagine a good McDonald's. I know I talk shit about McDonald's. I know how tasty it is. I haven't had it in years until the road life, and then you're just kind of forced, and you're just like, oh, this is good. <laughs> Big Macs are good. Not good for you, but tasty. You could just taste the science in every bite. It, like, hits every nerve, you know? You're just like, am I on a drugs again? I'm so happy. Those fucking scientists, perfect salt sugar ratio. And like, put your fries in the burger. Okay, I will. <laughs> Anyways, Dick's was gourmet McDonald's, is the best I can describe it. Gourmet fresh McDonald's. I want it again. I want it again. I'm mad at them for not franchising. They really should. It was so good. And I'm out of ideas. Hang on. You could ask. Come on. Oh, I saw Brian Simpson is on Joe Rogan's podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Brian Simpson is about to skyrocket. I told you, motherfuckers. That guy's... Yeah, he's the best comedian I know. Up and comer, for sure, hands down. But he's going to be like a goat, dude. That guy, his brain, the way it works, you're just, just like, God damn, man. Like, How do you even think like that? Just so good. And I told you, my biggest credit to date was uh, going in front of him and, and watching him sweat. And I'm not saying that, you know, obviously I look up to him. It's just like a stupid ego thing. I was like, yeah. <laughs> that guy is so good. He's going to get everything he deserves. Uh, he's He got a Netflix special. He got on Rogan. That guy's going to fly to the fucking moon. And he's got the talent and the jokes to back it up. The guy's a writer. He's just a genius, man. That guy is so good. I love that fool. 
and is so happy to see him just he's watch he's gonna skyrocket he's gonna taylor tomlinson they're always dope brilliant talents and they just go Shh. they just take off it's fucking so dope yeah <laughs> i just gotta stop getting shadow banned and i'll be right behind you <laughs> i can't help but talk about what i talk about what do you want me to be fucking bland you want some hard-boiled eggs with no salt no i get the salt and pepper <laughs> this cold brew coffee i'm gonna drip water and boot and she's going Yuck. now we do have a poop story this week we got a couple actually um and they want to be named too <laughs> where do people submit if they want to submit a poop story the community service instagram account would make my life a million times easier just because the Craig P. Conant one, it, it gets, it gets, I get a, a lot of messages. I'm not trying to brag. It just gets pushed down and I can't, I can't remember. Look at me, guys. Help me out here. You could submit to the community service uh, email, but also just the community service Instagram account. That's not so many messages. It's very easy to sort through those. And, uh, yeah, I got some good poopoos. Got some good poopoo stories from the fans. <laughs> I almost just searched poopoo instead of your name. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> this was a good one. This one make me cackle. Um, wait, is I sent you two? Oh, there's two. Yeah. That's right. Okay, we'll go to the first one. First guy first, and this guy does not mind being named. So Kyle Brewer. It's spelled differently, though. It's like, did you make that up? Is that how you're spelled? B-R-O-U-W-E-R-E. You know what I mean? Yeah. Brewer? Brower. 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 Anyways. um, So he said, can I share a poop story with you? And then I said, yeah, bro, anytime someone steps on a turd through a drain, because he said he did what my Uncle Dil Gilbert did when he stepped on the turd through the drain. <laughs> and then he said, anytime someone steps on a turd through a drain, I said that to him. I need to hear about that for my podcast. Because he said, do you want to hear about me stepping on a turd through a drain? I butchered that, but you catch the drift. <laughs> and he said, ha ha, perfect. He, okay, so here goes Kyle's story. So probably around seven-ish years ago, I had some wicked fucking bad hemorrhoids, like peeing blood out my butt. Most of the world's been there, man. Mm -hmm. It's so bad. I didn't know. It's older stuff. You're just like, what? <laughs> I got to deal with that now? The fuck? Fucking, I feel like the whole world sees it too. <laughs> and so he tried pushing them back in, but it hurt too much. So he was like, fuck all that. But anyhow, he said he was taking a shower one night and forgot the number one brown rule of never trusting a fart. I always trust him. It doesn't work out, but... Oh, Stu's calling me. Sorry, Stu. Podcast time. Um, That guy's workhorse. <laughs> 
he's also always like, I'll be like, hey, I'm boarding a plane right now. And he'll be like, real quick, do you want to book this, this, and this day? I'm like, I, I'm fucking, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, let me look at a calendar, dude. Good problems, good problems. He's the man. Um, so anyways, he's taking a shower one night, forgot about the one number one brown wolf, never trusting a fart and decided to trust one. He lifted his leg and out she plopped. <laughs> He said he had to waffle, stomp her down, <laughs> and pressure wash the old poop chute and the rest of the poop with fancy dancy one shower head. Um, had that bloody asshole stuff for so long, I had to wear multiple pairs of boxers at a time, and it still leaked through to my jeans. <laughs> bro, have you learned nothing? Torpedo, bro. <laughs> torpedo gang. I got to give a, a refresher on the torpedo. All right, everybody, uh, males and females, whatever you got down there, you got a leaky front or back, you just get a paper towel, you, you wad it up into the shape of a torpedo, and then you put it in your ass crack, and then you don't got bloody chonies, bro. You got a bloody torpedo, or poopy torpedo, or wee-wee juice torpedo. Either way, it ain't on your chonies, bro. And uh, where was I? Leak through his jeans. Whoa. Multiple pairs of boxers at that time still leaked through his boxers all the way through his jeans. Shit was rough. Had surgery. Oh, I, I didn't remember that part. Ouch. And felt my asshole for the first time. I just farted. When I could finally... When I could finally wipe my butt after, I don't know, like five years of only feeling hemorrhoids. Oh, can't believe you wanted me to name you. <laughs> 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 old blood butt over there okay this is the next one did this guy want me to name him let me look him up oh we got another namer you guys are brave souls christopher walkley sounds like he wanted to be christopher walken christopher walkley all right, poop story. Here it is. I went back to my hometown on Thanksgiving, seen a bunch of people I hadn't in a while. I ended up blacking out hard. I wake up at my homie's parents' house to the feeling of having to poop. At this point, it was too late. <laughs> <laughs> so I rush down to their bathroom to shower and clean up. You know, I start to sober up, finish showering, then walk upstairs. This is where I realize... Uh, I had pooped not only the bed, but shot it out somehow on the floor <laughs> and their humidifier in the room. It was a mess, man. Um, best part was my other friend was sleeping on the f on the floor next to the bed, and <laughs> and I didn't get a single bit on him somehow. <laughs> the best part. That's the worst part. You just <laughs> shit it on your friend, man. That's great. Needless to say, I haven't been invited back to that house since. <laughs> also, next tour, you got to come to Michigan. I am. I'm doing Royal Oak Comedy Castle. I forgot. I believe it's in September. September 1st, 2nd. Look at Royal Oak Comedy Castle, Michigan. I'm coming. This full shit on a motherfucking humidifier. What if it got in the filter? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. What if it got in the filter? <laughs> you just, you buy a machine... 
thinking it's cleaning up particles <laughs> and this fool shits in it and now everyone's got pink eye in the house <laughs> wow life is good man that guy's shit in a motherfucking fan dude <laughs> back to prayer i changed my little whiteboard i had it i'm so uh, grateful that my career is blowing up too i'm so grateful now that all my shows are selling out all right it wasn't all but two i hit two bonuses that's dope i got some bonuses i got some bonuses not on the matinee show though let me tell you <laughs> definitely that was uh surprisingly also amazing i i uh obviously ain't gonna lie got in my head 5 30 show i was just like oh fuck who's coming to that you know like <laughs> comedy in the daytime you just are like oh but i had a good i didn't ask the count but like 80 people in there for a sunday show at five come on that's fire bro and uh we had a good goddamn time that that show was me kelly ryan and bruce gray and they're awesome we went little sightseeing afterwards they have a, a glass house like glass art oh yeah boo boo you're so sweet and so cute and loving and then you don't fucking come home and i just <laughs> want to kill you because you run from us we see her look in and then just like go we go come on and then we go get her and she's <laughs> there's wolves out there we just love you Well, my brother, how long have we been rolling? Right about an hour. Okay. All right. Um, to my fan base, I really, really, I know you know I know this, but I fucking love you guys. You, I see you out there, man. You're showing up to my shows. You're, you're sharing my shit. You're bringing people with you. You know, there's a few haters out there. I block you immediately. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of freedom of speech, but not on my page. <laughs> I'm not Facebook. I'm fucking, bar I'm hanging on by a thread. I don't need that hate. I'm not a public platform. Like I said before, that's like going in someone's house and being like, fuck your family and fuck the food <laughs> on your table. It's like, you could just leave the house. <laughs> you don't have to. That, that's what's crazy to me. It's, you don't have to. So, um, as I promote freedom of speech, I realized I was like, am I a hypocrite for blocking hateful motherfuckers? But I was like, I don't think so. That's completely different. I'm not supposed, I'm not a platform, you know? I'm not the government, I'm not democracy. I'm just a dude trying to make it off fucking jokes. And it's so crazy to me. I understand if I'm not for you, I understand that. Uh, that's fine. Just go watch Martha Stewart. <laughs> but then to be like, fuck you, you piece of shit. You joked about a Glock 19 or whatever. You're just like, okay, you could have just left. <laughs> <laughs> Back to that bit. I, not even a bit. Just go to nature. Go to the beach. Go to the lake. Go to the river. Go garden. Go hit your wife with all that hate in your heart, you piece of <laughs> shit. That was a joke. That's what they do. That's what I'm saying. Just internet trolls, you're crazy. And a lot of them are from fake accounts, too. I just don't understand the level of hatred in your heart to create a fake account, which is so bitch. It's, you know, like, yeah. you can't even send hate <laughs> from your account. You gotta, you then create a, a fence 
is what it's called, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You create a fake Insta to then shoot hateful messages to not be held accountable for your words, you know? Mike Tyson said it. He's like, I, I fucking miss the days where motherfuckers would say shit to your face because they didn't say it so much because they knew they were going <laughs> to get knocked the fuck out. Not that I'm a Mike Tyson or a knocker-outer, but it changes things a little bit. You're a little bit less hesitant to be, say, fuck your home in the guy's home. But on the internet with a fake Insta, you're just, just like, it's just so funny to me. Yes. I don't remember what was said, but I just blocked a dude on YouTube and it brought me such joy. <laughs> I just was giggling. I get a kick out of it. I'm like, yeah. It's like, you subscribe to me, bro. <laughs> I, I appreciate you, and I'm grateful. But as soon as you say, fuck you and your family, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to block you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who you are, dude. And you're sending me hate. It's so crazy. There's enough. There's enough. Enough wars in this world. Let's just drink some coffee and plant some flowers. Until the land with the Glock 19. You know, if you shoot the bullet and you put the seed in after, the sulfur's good for the... I'm joking, jokes. Do not do that, everybody. I feel like every episode is like Beavis and Butthead. You remember that? I'm old. I'm dating myself. Uh, Beavis and Butthead used to do crazy shit and talk about fire. And then some idiots like lit their home on fire. And then they said like, hey, don't do anything they do in this cartoon. It's like... How dumb is our species to where a cartoon called Beavis and Butthead has to now put up a disclaimer like, <laughs> don't do what's done in the cartoon. Jackass, too, I remember. The, they have to always do those disclaimers. Do not do this at home. And, of course, I did it. Oh, the goat, Richard Pryor. And... uh yeah, my sister's baby daddy gave this to me. It's a nice shirt. It's badass. I I always say that sister baby's daddy. It's her fiance. It's just it just makes me giggle. <laughs> they obviously, uh, not obviously, they were supposed to get married, but then obviously the pandemic hit and it just ruined everything. And they're like, we don't want a fucking COVID wedding, so they're just waiting it out. And uh, they might do a destined. De destination wedding which was badass we're going to this place called um Valle bravo in mexico it's just this gorgeous little town i went there to visit my fam and uh it's looking like that's gonna happen but they just moved back in to my mother's house oh i got a cameo thank you making money 37 dollars. i'm rich that's my cut cameo gets 13 uh, for what for launching a billion dollar platform and providing the infrastructure well then okay all right all right you deserve it i'm on cameo how often do you do those not too often i don't really promote it but i, I charge 50 bucks people want like birthday shout outs or yeah birthday anniversaries I give them like a minute and a half of me rambling. <laughs> and I just always am like, I hope that's good. And they always seem happy. And they're like, that was weird. I was like, that's that's my goal. <laughs> that's my goal. Like everyone does a snoop. Some of those fools charge like a G. It's crazy. 
a G for a minute. <laughs> I feel bad charging 50. I obviously am not on the Snoop Dogg level. <laughs> and I get happy and surprised every time does someone does support my hippie ass. You know, I give it my, my all. I put my heart into it. That's all I say. That's what I say before shows and shit. Just give them your heart. Just give them your goddamn heart. <laughs> no matter if they, even if they dare not having it, you just keep <laughs> giving it to them. It's, there you go. This is what I have. Um, that's my process of what I say before. And then Brian Simpson taught me this. I've said it before, but the, uh, the double win, I am lucky to be here. They are lucky to have me. Everybody's lucky. We're all lucky. It's a great attitude. It pulls you out of it whenever you get in your head. The power of thoughts. It's science. Of course, I forgot that Japanese scientist, but he did a study on freezing water and speaking positively towards water and negatively towards water, which sounds crazy, but then you look at the results and the negative one, it was just like all like, like dark clouds. And then the positive one looked like snowflakes and was gorgeous. That's why I talk to my, hey, Mr. Ficus, I love you. How you? Oh, hello, some form of aloe vera I don't know. You're looking good, aren't you? Love you. Sorry about your moldy roots. <laughs> Got to clean that up. Everything gets moldy in this house. It's driving me nuts. These plants keep dying. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> the salt weather. Um, yeah, back to just love base. Give them your heart. Two feelings in this world, fear and love. I'm a fan of Bill Hicks. He taught me that. Look up Bill Hicks. If you don't know him, he's a gangster. He's dead. And uh, he he taught me that. Boiled down to it, there's two options. You're either fear or love. A lot of fear in this world. Turn off the news. Put your dick in the soil. Love. <laughs> love. Anyways, um, on that note, I love you guys so much. I appreciate you supporting my podcast, sharing it. Please turn on the little bell signal. I've been shadow banned. and I'm scared even saying that. I feel like AI flags every word now. They're like, oh, he's not on the take. <laughs> no, he just they just seem to uh, flag the, the wild fuckers you know that i know yeah i'm not i don't know if they want to be named i, I can only name rocky because he publicly goes at them in his instagram too so i was like i'm not airing out any yeah but they got him and he was, was reaching like a million accounts and then i got like ding down to like two hundred thousand. that's what i mean like they get what? you yeah it's crazy you're like okay how did I get four likes with a hundred thousand followers? I know I don't suck that bad, yeah. you know, and it's because they just bury your shit. If you're talking about wild shit or whatever they, I don't know. Once again, sounds crazy, but it's happened to too many people I know over and over and it's just wild. And then you just got to Like, I can't cuss in the first two minutes of YouTube. It's like, I love cussing. <laughs> The fart noises is fantastic. Okay, let's wrap this up. Do I have one final banger for y'all? Just follow your heart, follow your dreams. Uh, you know, this isn't a banger, but as uh, my career progresses, 
it's really nice to see that you know a uh, positive thought and obviously i'm still you know plagued with the the darkness you just gotta try be conscious of this of it and just do more light that's the goal you're always going to have pain and there's yin and the yang and shit but just try not to dwell on it uh, i do my little stoicism follow daily stoic on youtube and and you know just just your attitude on how like that ups shit yeah obviously it was awful and i was manic for like i 20 minutes max 15 minutes i was just like oh and then i was like what are you gonna do it's fucked you're gonna you're gonna dwell on it the whole weekend you're gonna go have fun with your buddy and then the second we got in that car it was good it was good i did my little i didn't even throw a tantrum i was just pissed i mean who wouldn't be and then i saw my homie i'm like i love this fool and i was like this is the best day ever even though they just gut punched me we had the best day and then you just tell your fans and hopefully they tweet at ups say fuck you <laughs> and hopefully you get your money back and that's that and then you just go to fedex next time oh <laughs> and hope they don't fuck you too you're like all right dhl next time <laughs> i don't know who's after that because ups usps the united states post office is too slow they're the cheapest and who i use for my merch <laughs> uh off my website because uh united states postal service is the cheapest but they're also little you know you you go to ups and fedex for that overnight shit that you need you know so i thought anyways it's how you handle it baby stoicism if you don't follow that page i'll pull that up hang on one second they really helped me out in uh just pulling your head out of the gutter <laughs> speaking of rocky del davis and the ai algorithms listening to me what do i open up first rocky del davis and it made me laugh let me like that he said i wish my penis could get as hard as my life <laughs> this guy's fucking great 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 bit bro what was i doing stoicism follow this account it's quite nice daily stoic 1.1 million followers it's just like good attitude shit you know out of bad can come something good that, that type stuff it's just like how many bad decisions do i gotta make <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but it's true uh you just look at anything you can spin it you know i always use my firecracker horse assault shit that led to my sobriety and my stand-up worst day of my life led to me changing my life and you know whatever you know maybe you don't need to throw firecrackers at officers maybe <laughs> yours could be something else but you know what i'm saying and i love you all and thank you very much focus on the light in this darkness it's coming though the light's coming we're selling them t-shirts and hoodies baby <laughs> i love you all thank you thank you thank you peace <laughs>